This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, boo. It's me, Roz. And oh my God, we are joined again by Jess Ambrose, who many of you know from the podcast Chatty Broads, which is wildly popular. And I've been on that show a number of times, and I absolutely love the Chatty Broads. We've also had Becca, who's the other Chatty Broads, who's been on the show. Jess has been on before. Go back and listen to that episode. Um, all of the P.S. All of the episodes that we've done so far, the past two years, are all posted, so you can always go back. And the great thing about ghost stories is that they really don't like go out of style a whole lot. It's not like we're doing a new show or anything. So you can definitely uh, go back and listen to Jess's stories. And turns out Jess has got some new ones. So we'll be talking about that. And if you want to hear more, of course, as always, go to Patreon. On my second tier, patreon.com slash Ross I talked to Jess about the fact that her and Becca on their podcast, Chatty Broads, just recently had on Teresa Caputo, a.k.a. the Long Island Medium. 
And so we talk about that on Patreon. And then we also just start talking about psychics and it's fun. And (laughs) the two of us have a great time, as you will hear today in today's episode. And also on Patreon, I did some more eBay dolls. Um, That's the video on my first tier this week. So go check that out. I also wanted to say thank you to everyone that joined us on Stereo this past weekend, the Stereo app. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more throughout today's episode, but go check it out. It is so much fun. I'm telling you, I'm talking to people about ghosts. I'm hearing more and more stories from listeners around the world, really. There's a lot of people from England and Ireland and all over America, and it's just so fun to hear different different ghost stories. And I, I go on there all the time, almost every single day. So just download the app Stereo, follow me at Roz Dress Velez, and then you can see when I'll be doing that at various random times. And sometimes I just pop on and surprise you, and you can you know check it out for a minute or so and and just say hi or or whatever. Um, So that's that. I think that's about it for this quick little intro today. And let's just throw it on over to my conversation with my chatty broad friend, Jess Ambrose. On with the show! I am joined by one of my favorites, one of my favorite chatty broads for sure, Jess Ambrose. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back. It is such an honor to be back. I've missed you so much. I love you. And um, I mean, uh, so many people that listen to this show listen to Chatty Broads. And um, I've I've had the honor of being on your Halloween episodes every year. It's it has become part like an integral part of who I am now that I need to hear your voice <laughs> on Hallow's Eve or else it just doesn't feel complete. Even on this, this that was the strangest Halloween of all time. I just felt better knowing it was, that I was so able to weird. You. I know it was the weirdest. It was the weirdest. But how are you doing? How have you been since then? I mean, you know, what what can you say? It's just I know, it's just the it's the worst thing, but it's one of the things from the old world that I it's I can't get out of me. Like I just I feel like I have to know how people are doing. I even... get so weird on any time I have any sort of like meeting or Zoom, I always hop on and I'm just like, hey, everyone, how are you? Or when someone asks me, I'm like, I'm doing great. My automatic response is I'm doing great. And then everyone on the call is a little bit like, oh, wow, well, good for you. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really mean that. I didn't mean that. I promise. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. automatic. <laughs> I know. It's like so not cool to, to say you're having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I don't know what what's bothering anyone it's been fantastic for me <laughs> oh I know why did something happen um <laughs> I don't know I've just been pretty low-key these days I don't know what to tell you um but no I just heard somebody <laughs> talking about like changing from their nighttime pajamas to their daytime pajamas is like a huge oh. feat and I'm like yeah that's how it feels for me oh girl I I for I wore jeans for the first time probably in I don't know, maybe two and a half months for Christmas. I thought this was me dressing up and I wore them for maybe an hour and a half. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I don't know how I'm going to be able to adjust back into regular clothes society. Oh, I know. I mean, I've only done 
like you know draggedy drag queen draggy um from like the waist up but the one or two times that i've had to wear tights and heels and it's like why what's the point (laughs) i know i'm like i'm just i'm just gonna stop doing this now i think maybe that's what 2020 and perhaps 2021 is teaching us that honestly like maybe top up we get all dressy and then bottom down i'm just wearing like flowy skirts and sweatpants from now on you know what's so funny okay I have heard, so, not not to try to like force a segue into ghosts, but I have heard multiple stories where people see a ghost only from the waist up. Now, I wonder if ghosts get to a point where they're like, well, I'm not doing, I am not doing the heels. I'm not doing the bloomers. I did it all through the 1800s. I'm done. And so they're just like... They give up from the bottom and I get it now. (laughs) They're like, bitch, we've done corsets for forever. You're seeing tits up. That is it. (laughs) My ribs still hurt. (laughs) Absolutely not. It makes so much sense, Roz. It It makes makes so much sense. I get it. Oh my God. I mean, honestly, I would... I, I don't blame them. I'm just, I'm thinking just Moo Moo 2020. And honestly, too, whenever you see a ghost, I feel like, or at least in the movies and such, they're either it's the waist up or they're in a flowy night dress. I, I'm going to point out you've never seen the waist down. No. If you just saw two legs walking up in here, that, I mean, that would be terrifying. Terrifying, but- also kind of hot. If it's a nice stiletto, it's like, oh my God. Now that would be hot. Like some fishnets, like a thigh high boot that literally just ends at like where the thigh high ends. Every Just two thigh high boots walking and just strutting around. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this? I'm not worried at all. This is just very sexy. That would be incredible. Yeah. If I had the ghost of two thigh highs, they, we could team <laughs> up and then they could be the bottom half and I'll be the top half. Honestly. But that is true. They wear flowy dresses too a lot. It, I, I don't think, I mean, of course we all think about like, okay, what am I going to wear when I'm a ghost? Right. But of course. I, comfort is very important. I mean, the Especially, ghost gig could last a long time. That's the thing, right? They always have the same outfit on. They're not able to change, correct? So you're really stuck with one key outfit. So your brain goes, maybe I should wear something fierce, but then honestly, rather comfort if you're having to do it for thousands of years. Right. It's like, okay, this is the way that I'm going to look at it. Okay, if you want to see me turning out like the looks, I got the whole shebang. That's for the scene in the movie where you go to the old timey library and you look at the newspaper articles of me. That's where you get that. Yes. Yes. But when it comes to my day to day breathing on you when you're sleeping, I'm wearing whatever (laughs) I feel like. Okay. I want them to just be like, to see the old photos of me and then see ghost me and be like, we do not recognize her. That's (laughs) That's not the same person. And it's not because she's ancient now. We need to do queer eye for the ghost guy. Oh my god! When we come into these ghosts live, <laughs> and we give them makeovers, and they're like, and then they they point out to us, no, we want to be comfortable. <laughs> they're like, stop trying to force this fabulousness on us. We did it for many years beforehand. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Well, we're off to a great start. Uh, (laughs) 
such a just ghost fashions the important topics uh, well okay so <clears throat> to remind anyone that uh that listens to the show so you were on this podcast i want to say in 2019 oh my god so. that's already like two years ago Oh my goodness. Okay, so you were on in 2019. You shared so many stories with us, like a lot. You're one of these people that ghosts are obsessed with. And, you know, you grew up um, conservative, like, you know. Now, remind me, you you were raised super Christian, right? Very, very Christian. I like to think that they follow us, uh, the us folk around whether if we're catholic christian just kind of raised in a conservative home and i think i might have more sightings because the type of home i was raised in some spiritual practices like you know i know with a lot of folks who are catholic like they talk about the spiritual world a lot my my christian like non-denominational evangelical crew we did not talk about spirits there were no such thing as ghosts like it is heaven or hell and that is it and you are gone and you are not roaming the earth and that's why i think they tend to to come to us often because they're like bitch no we're here <laughs> don't ignore us we heard you were talking shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we heard you were saying that i don't exist cap, cap. you want to keep your want to keep my name out of your mouth <laughs> well exactly. now did you find though that people like do you think that you had experiences once you broke out of that you know mindset and that community or were you um, were you having those experiences when you were in that? You know, I was having them when I was still in it, though. I, you know, just truth be told, I was always a skeptic, but I am a people pleaser. So I went along with it for too long because scared of, you know, family, friends, reactions. But, you know, in my own space, I was a skeptic, um, but I've had them for a while. I think a lot of times when you would have any sort of experience though, you weren't really open to it. So anything felt frightening. So you're like, it has to be a demon. Like it was always, it has to be a demon. Even if the things that happened weren't intimidating, you just would chalk it up to that. That was the only way. (laughs) Yeah. So that's sort of the mindset you were raised with was, was like, there's not really ghosts, but if it is something like that, it would be like what the devil in disguise or exactly if it's if it's not you know it can't be ghosts the only spirits that might interact with you they're not going to be positive because a soul is not left roaming the earth it's in heaven or hell so like the only thing that's going to be messing with you here is like a demonic presence that's so sad because like if you know a relative passes and they come back to be like hey remember that thing we thought it's actually not true see i'm here They might be like, get out of here, demon. I know. I know. Like my poor grandparents probably tried to visit me on numerous occasions. And I was just like, demon. And they're like, oh, my God, what we did for you. How dare you? (laughs) I yeah, it's it's so it's so sad because, yeah, now looking back, especially I feel like there were so many interactions that were probably like happening that when I do think about them, they weren't frightening. It just I didn't know like what else to to call them or when you have that feeling of a presence in a room and it's like undeniable it was like this isn't a scary presence but I guess I have to kind of name it as something frightening because it is a presence right yeah I mean I find that stuff to be still 
frightening. <laughs> like, yeah, no, <laughs> understood. I mean, it. I think it takes time. I think it takes, you know, it's one of these things where if you don't have like a ton of experience, if it doesn't happen all the time, mm-hmm. it's really scary. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Okay, I want to hear some spooky stories because, uh, first of all, I know that you had some experiences with like your current house because which I thought wasn't haunted, but then I feel like I've heard more chirpings of you saying that it might be. Yeah. So when we first moved here now it's tough because the house that we had not just come from, but the house. So the house, two houses before where we're living now, are you in the same place that I've been? Yes. Okay. Um, but the house, two houses before where we're living now, uh, what felt very filled with a presence. And um, so I think then maybe moving here, I it was like, oh, nothing feels like how that was feeling. Like this feels free and fine. And granted, like, you know, of course, everyone was just like, You're, you live right across from a huge graveyard. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I mean, what does that really mean anything? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, is that where they hang out? I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I have a hard I mean, time believing that. Right? You'd think that like they'd want to be in their homes or with fa- around family or, you know, enemies to exact revenge. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but Somewhere with their waist are. up only. Exactly. Somewhere being super comfy, floating around. But I <laughs> see, I think that that's like the old school, like typical belief that a lot of like normal people that don't think about ghosts all the time, they think that it's, it has so much to do with our bodies. And I feel like it's it's a it's a disconnection from our body yes. is what a ghost is and so i think that people think oh where a dead body is is where the ghost is and i don't necessarily know that that's 
true. Yeah. At least from the stories that I hear and the, the little bit of ghost hunting and stuff that I've done, it doesn't seem like a ghost is lingering where it's buried. Right. And I mean, and that would make sense to me. Like if, if it's soul or spirit is removed and you have the opportunity to like wander around, Lord knows you wouldn't just stay in one place where the body is, but everyone was like, Oh my God, you're living across from this graveyard. Are you nervous about it? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, not really. All I know is that people can't build on that and it's nice and green. So like, I'm not, you know, and I love a stroll through through a cemetery but what about at night that is kind of spooky I think. at night it's definitely scary haven't done that yet <laughs> you know <laughs> but the daytime it's very lovely very lovely um but so I, you know i i wasn't we my husband and i weren't feeling anything weird when we first moved in but then after being there for a few months we would have babysitters come over occasionally and it was weird because we had three different babysitters that we would kind of rotate and every single one made a comment about like has any other babysitter like said that this feels like there's a maybe a presence here or it feels kind of haunted or something and it's and and we were like um yes all of you (laughs) oh my god did they say specifics why they think that Yes. So like, so one girl was like, something just feels like an, like an energy here. And let me make something very clear about our three babysitters. Wonderful, wonderful women. I am very specific about who I like to have as a babysitter. I love a med student, always a med student. I'm like, if anything happens and there's an emergency with my daughter, they know medicine I know that when they're over, they're not having, you know, any uh, anyone coming over to hook up in my home because they're too busy with all of their tests and studying. <laughs> so that's good. Right. OK. It's, it's my very specific way of finding a babysitter. But this is not like these are all three of them are very like serious girls. And they're all not the type of people who are ever like, oh, my God, like, what did you do tonight? What's going on? Like, spill the tea. Like, not like that. And and (laughs) all three of them are just like, there's kind of a weird feeling in this home. And um, and so one one girl said that it felt like there was a presence in the house. Another girl said that she would see in the corner of her eye something move around. Mm. And in a that specific one, spot or like anywhere? A specific spot. Always Where? in the always in the kitchen, back and forth, she would say. I'd see like movement. And I was just like, honey, is it a rat? <laughs> because that's really <laughs> scary. <laughs> but she yeah, she was like, there would be something that would like move around. And then the other girl didn't have a specific thing or situation. But so then of course we start getting a little weirded out like okay well all three of them have separately said something and and you know now I'm going to be hyper aware of it but again we didn't feel anything specifically for a while and then around the same time both my husband Evan and I started being like something feels different like there's kind of a weird shift and it wasn't something that felt scary or anything like that at first um but there definitely felt like there was a presence in like the same area of the house, like kind of the living room kitchen area. And 
it just felt like a presence. And so we started to be a little more aware of that. And then my daughter, who is now five, um, and I guess this is about a year ago when it started to happen. So she was about four years old. She started talking, like she started kind of having very weird moments when I would try to put her down to go to sleep. And normally she is like, I put her down at night out like a light, no calling me, whatever. But she kept doing this thing constantly where I would put her to sleep and I put her, put her to bed and within a minute and a half, call me. And she'd be like, I had a dream and I didn't like what I was seeing. And I was like, Ember, you're not having a dream. Like I, you're, you're not asleep yet. It's been 60 seconds. <laughs> and she was like, I just, I don't like, there's someone here. There's someone here. And she started saying weird shit like that. And she's always one of those ones, but of course the children seem always more connected just in general, but mm-hmm. she's always been very connected to spirit. Um, and she was, I mean, I'm talking, it was a battle every night to go to bed, which was so unlike her and she's very communicative. And so she was just like, I'm seeing something and I don't like it. And sometimes there's a face and sometimes there's a skeleton and I'm like, okay, (laughs) a skeleton. And I'm like, just, let's just chalk this up to her loving nightmare before Christmas. And she's just picturing Jack or something. I don't know. But she kept talking about that. And then, and then we have this like, oh God. Okay. (laughs) We have this, um, this, we have a little hallway with two bathrooms and her bedroom is in that little hallway. And I don't, the two bathrooms next to each other, by the way, what a weird deal. Two separate bathrooms, two different styles. Don't know what they were thinking when they set up, set this up, but above that is the attic. And I would start getting woken up probably every couple nights hearing this weird, like, like weird. And it, and it wasn't almost like a sound. It almost like I, it's like I could feel it. Do you want? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Almost like like silence getting like pulled in and out of a space of sound. I don't. And it, but it would wake me up. Like that's how loud it felt. And I would go into the hall, and it would be like. I'd walk two steps and it would be like, oh, this, that sound is like kind of above me, two steps ahead of me. And then I'd go two steps ahead of me and then it wouldn't be there. It would feel like it was behind me. And so I couldn't ever locate the sound. And it felt like cold and weird and not good. Um... And it was starting to really freak the shit out of me. (laughs) Yeah, I would be terrified. I was starting to get really freaked out. And I was like, I was in mom mode being like, maybe there's weird, um, maybe there's weird like creaking from the pipes, you know, that typical thing. But it was such a strange sound, like absence of sound. And it was also just at the same time every night, like around 3, 3.30. And um 
and then I was I would tell Evan about it and you know he'd sleep through everything like he's not getting woken up by anything and then um, oh god I also told you in the in the meantime of this I told you on our podcast about some um older man who left an old photo yes wasn't it didn't he leave dolls or something so he left one old man dropped off on our front porch a very old photo of our house it looks like from the 1920s or 30s like a black and white photo um with no explanation he just left it there knocked walked away um and then our neighbor that's kind brought of like over, a weird ding dong <laughs> ditch <laughs> there, yeah no letter no note nothing written on the back the the photo you know of course i was analyzing it i'm like it looks like there's a ghost in the window but i'm like maybe it's just someone standing there it's an old camera you know i i don't know and then our neighbor um uh, uh, probably three months after this old man dropped this photo off our neighbor was like oh i forgot about these these two old dolls um uh, I wanted to give them to your daughter. The people who used to live here before you let uh, me use them because for my niece years ago, but they were dolls that were left here by the original owner. And they were these like two really, really old dolls. And I will let you know that I have removed those dolls from my house <laughs> <laughs> about three to four weeks ago. Cause I was just like, maybe this is what it is. I don't know. It's never but- good when you talk about getting rid of a doll as removing it. <laughs> <laughs> we removed the doll. <laughs> you didn't donate it. You didn't sell it. You didn't give it to someone. You removed it. <laughs> we removed the dolls. And I'm like, I don't want to give anyone these dolls. I'm like, and I was, I was literally, I was looking up online. And I'm like, am I going to do something weird? Like, is this their home, their rightful stead? I don't want to remove them and cause them to get angry. I don't want to pass these dolls on to somebody else. Like, I really, I really didn't know what to do with these dolls. Um, and, but it was, it was around the time when they dropped these dolls off that those like negative things were starting to happen because beforehand it was just like, there seems to be a presence and like we would feel it occasionally, but it didn't feel ominous. The one in the kitchen living room that sometimes that present didn't presence didn't feel ominous, but then it shifted and it was that weird hallway and that absence of sound and my daughter seeing weird things. And then, uh, probably a month after I started having those moments during the middle of the night and they lasted for a couple weeks. Um, uh, I needed something from the attic and, and my husband took a ladder and like opened the door and he walked up and he goes, there's so much gone. Huh? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, I had everything and I know what it looks like. And he had it all right in the front so that he could pop up and get it. And he goes, there's so much gone. And he takes his flashlight or his the phone on his flashlight or the flashlight on his phone and then starts like looking around the attic and all these boxes that had been right up front around the opening to the attic so we could have easy access to them had been pushed to the back of the attic. Weird. Yes. Wait, and but, we were but no, nothing was like removed, right? It was just like no. moved around. We thought it was we thought it was removed at right. first because it was like it's all right there. We always yeah. put it right there. No one's been up there. It's not like we've had some wild earthquake and things were moved around. I mean nothing. There's no 
no one's been there. There's no way they could have moved. They're always there. So we're like, it's been removed. And then when he looked, it they were all pushed to the back. Oh my God. And it's in that, where the attic is, is that hallway that had those weird sounds and that absence of sound. And so then I'm like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. <laughs> now he's nervous because he was like, yeah, I felt kind of something weird. And, and around then the next like month, two months from that, it would be like on a regular basis where him and I would be eating dinner together um, around like 10 o'clock and all of a sudden a random door would close. What did you awaken? I don't know. And like we would be eating and all of a sudden their door would close or we would both just feel something at the same time and just look at each other. And it was like, why did it just get freezing cold in here? I mean, not, it was, it is not, was not good. We were freaking out. There was one night where you know, we have our really big dog, Boris. You have a and, gigantic dog. Yes, he's like a 200-pound king. And he is he is so low-key. Like, when we're, just, when we're just at home, he sleeps on the couch constantly. And there were the weird, these kind of weird sounds, like the door had just closed that, uh, that night, like 15 minutes before. And all of a sudden, I was like, Evan, where's Boris? Because I thought he was in... Um, the the living room he's like oh I think he I let him go like be outside and so I there's there he is barking in the background <laughs> weird and um and we look through our little curtain I'm like is he out there and he is sitting on an elevated step it's dark outside it's nighttime he is sitting completely up stiff and still just staring straight ahead why and and i'm that is it is so unlike him he sleeps or he wanders he doesn't first of all you can't get the dog to sit for the life of you it was a nightmare in training like when we would do puppy training i was always so embarrassed he just won't (laughs) sit so here he's just sitting on this single step that's like elevated in our backyard just staring and he didn't leave that step for probably i would say like seven to eight minutes just staring and we were literally watching him and just freaking out and wait but what was he staring at i have no idea nothing but it was like stiff like no movement staring like haunches like or uh sorry the hair on the back of the neck all standing up i am like really creeped out right now i'm 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 telling you past couple months at nighttime We've been so just, we've just been like wigged out and I haven't ever felt, um, like unsafe except during those, the couple weeks where like the absence of sound thing was happening in the middle of the night that would wake me up and that would really rattle me. Cause I'd wander back and forth in the hallway and I was like, what's going on. And then, then seeing the the uh things in the attic move then i'm just like oh my god is that one of like all the then i'm like is this not a ghost is there someone in my attic like that one uh, weird csi episode where there was like someone living in the attic and was like watching them like voyeur style oh <laughs> that's even creepier <laughs> my house but it's just you know it's too little we we are we, we made sure that there's no way to get in but 
you know, it, we've been so wigged out. And so I was like, we've been cleaning the house now the past couple weeks. And we had to, you know, we ended up getting rid of a bunch of things and donating a bunch of things. And I got rid of those dolls and I'll tell you something, Roz, it's been a quiet past couple weeks. But wasn't it happening before the dolls arrived? But, but the, the the nice like the like the um, the uh, uh, kitchen living room, and that still feels like that a little bit. There is there still feels like there's a presence, but it's not the the hallway that the that one that's like bathroom hallway attic thing. It feels oh like God. so. It feels drastically different. And I, I still feel like at nighttime when I go, when I get my water in the middle of the night, like there feels like there's something there. And I don't know if I'm in my head at this point, but I don't feel like frightened by it at all. It feels calm, just like there's something there. But that hallway, attic, bathroom area was like felt chilling to me. It was the dolls. It was the dolls. And the dolls were for like, they'd be in and out of my daughter's room because she loved them. And so, and her room was like in that hallway area. Oh my God. I don't know why this is making me so like speechless and terrified (laughs) listening to this. I'm very, I, I think it's, I think it's because, you know, I do these videos where I like, gently poke fun at allegedly haunted dolls on ebay and the way that they're dressed (laughs) and i'm constantly just like forgetting that like oh these actually might be real haunted dolls and that haunted dolls can be really scary i i'm telling you like it's it's one of those things where we got them we were like laughing about it thinking it we're like this is funny and creepy like like a giddy like i'm going to halloween horror nights type fun giddy like i'm like oh my god this is crazy they dropped these dolls off after this picture like what are we living in a movie right now this is so weird and then it didn't feel i didn't feel anything for probably like, I don't know, maybe a a month and a half. And then all of a sudden, that's why at first I didn't connect it to the dolls. But then I'm just like, we felt this presence before, but it hadn't felt ominous. The dolls have been here for a month and a half. I don't know if it's the dolls. I'm not connecting them. But after doing, now let's be real though. Like I said, I went through and I did a big clean sweep and we donated a bunch, got rid of a bunch. Maybe it was something else. Maybe it's like what we've talked about before with like some of the vintage clothing or something. Maybe there was something around that was removed that and it wasn't the dolls but all i know is the dolls aren't here and i haven't felt any of that uncomfortable scary presence for the past few weeks since they've been gone did you ever hear like boxes sliding in the attic or anything like that Uh, not that i didn't hear anything like that which again almost weirded me out more because if there would have been boxes sliding or if I would have heard movement in the attic, it would have been like, maybe there's rodents up there or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, I, it, there hadn't been anything, any sound that was freaking me out minus, again, that absence of sound, which was not like a, it didn't feel like movement. It was a completely weird, different thing. Um, and I would imagine if the boxes, because a lot of them were moved, that we would hear it. What if the babysitters were going up there and doing some freaky stuff? Oh my god, like babysitter club, like some occult. <laughs> what if they were doing a babysitter club? <laughs> oh my 
God. Honestly, what if they all know each other and that's why all of them, they all go to, to med school together and I'm not putting it together. It's a and coven. All, yeah. Oh my God. And that's I had what horrible they babysitters as a kid. <gasps> I had a babysitter that put on that TV show, Are You Afraid of the Dark, which was so scary. Oh and God. she left me and my sisters <sighs> and, during a thunderstorm and she she ran outside away from us. And then I had this other one. That's horrible. <laughs> it was That's horrible. So traumatizing. Then I had this other one that um, she was making macaroni and cheese and like probably like the box kind she was making it in a in on the stove and she burned it and she just put the pan in um the cupboard where we keep the pots and pans and my parents <laughs> were all why is there burnt macaroni and cheese in here and you guys are just crying like please don't leave us anymore <laughs> we haven't eaten in hours <laughs> oh my god i mean listen Roz. i don't know because all of my babysitters always they um they're always they always come after my daughter's sleeping i always put my kiddo to bed first so oh. they're always just there once she's sleeping so like if they want to get their coven on and be doing whatever <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> the kiddo's asleep she has no recollection well, I maybe also, they're up in the attic i also put like this like stereotype and i've talked about it on this show before like i i have this stereotype in my head of um medical professionals that they're very rational people they're you know science minded they're not the type that's going to maybe just go instantly to ghosts um which of course is not true like it's not always true but i can imagine that those people um that that maybe these babysitters are like away from the fact that maybe they have a coven like they maybe they're going like this seems weird like this is, this is weird enough to tell jess that like there's something going on here maybe they've weighed yeah. out all the options yes that's the thing it's there's it's like it's really one of two options and that's why i brought up them being medical before i'm like oh them saying this means that something feels weird or in fact do they all know each other they're all in a coven together or <laughs> You know, medical professionals, like like you were saying, I kind of have this stereotypical thing, which like you said, too, it's not true that it's just, oh, they probably wouldn't be involved. Maybe on the weekend they need to relax and they get a little ghosty. I don't know. Could be. Or <sighs> they could have something attached to them from being in a hospital or being. Oh, Mike. OK, now I'm that's OK. That freaks me out. That that's, freaks me out big that's time. That's definitely an option. Have you done like a dive on the history of your home? You know, I really haven't and I really should. I've been a little, to be quite frank, I've been a little nervous. Yeah. Like what if I, like the house we found it, it was such a pain in the ass to like get, you know, you know, LA what a nightmare trying to find real estate out here. Yeah. And so like, Oh my God, it's just perfect. It's a perfect size for us. We love the people that we're getting it from. And I'm like, I'm too nervous to look into this history and then be like, I don't want this house anymore. <laughs> but now I feel like I need to with what's been going on. Granted, since the dolls have been removed, it's been all quiet out here, but I don't know. I, I when I did deep dive on one of the houses that, we had, uh, 
used to live in numerous years before that we had had some weird situations that turned up being like oh there's a lot of history with this house and it all kind of made sense one of the houses and I've actually had a medium like talk with me about it that there were also two presence uh presences in in that house um one being my grandfather um, and that felt, and we could tell what area of the house that was in. And it was like right after my daughter was born and it was this really like warm presence. And it was in my daughter's room when I would go and breastfeed her in the middle of the night when she was an infant. And I could literally feel someone like looking at me in the darkness, but it was, it was like in this weird way, it felt so comforting and like warm. And I'm like, what's the deal with this? And, um, but then there was another presence and like it was not nice and it was downstairs and we would both my husband and I would avoid going downstairs at nighttime because we were both (laughs) freaked out and that was actually the house that turned my husband into a believer because he was such a skeptic before he was like oh my god drama okay whatever and then he started to feel this presence himself before I said anything to him. And it was like, this is too real to deny. There's like, there is something here. And um, we ended up finding out that the, there had been a gentleman who had lived there. Like it was like 50 years before and he died in the house and there had been like a family dispute and it yeah it was bad I don't know how much I can go into but when we ended up talking to the landlord about like the history and all that it was like okay well this makes sense certain things have to be revealed before you purchase a property but not when you rent a property right so when you moved to the new place with that knowledge you (laughs) you didn't want to ask well, no, I made sure I was like, have there been any murders here? Right. <laughs> and they said no. So I had that all. I'm like, okay, no one's no one's died here. Died in the home. There's been no murders in the home. They're like, I, had there been murders by humans? Because we did have two dolls that murdered some people, <laughs> but they were, were never found. <laughs> that have been floating around back and forth. Evan and I were like, oh my God, maybe our neighbor gave us those dolls because those dolls were haunting his house. And he's trying oh, to I'm sure. on. He's like, take these, <laughs> take these demons. He had to remove them from his house. But I started having this weird thought, Roz, and I don't know if this is like... Um, if this is a thing or not, but I was wondering because I've, we felt like the babysitter before we ever even felt presences being like, Oh, we feel these presents. And then we started to feel one and it feels, it doesn't feel bad. And then there's this really scary one and then it's gone, but the other one still feels okay. I'm like, am being by a graveyard, perhaps are we in this like location where there's movement constantly happening? Have you ever talked to your neighbors about that? No. And I get that because it can be kind of weird to talk to like neighbors about that kind of stuff. But like now that could be something. Because, you know, when we go back to like the idea of a cemetery being haunted, I imagine that there there could be some some scenarios where people die and they're like still kind of confused. They're like, you know, not really sure what's going on. Um, 
or maybe they're finally leaving their body behind um, once they're already buried and they make a stop through your, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Or or like even like the, them leaving the, like leaving the cemetery in the situations you're talking about or going and seeing family uh, visiting them at oh. the graveyard. Like, like where there's movement constantly happening, like spirits moving back and forth. And then I was like, are we a portal? <laughs> are we some sort of like are we what is it in harry potter are we like the fucking train station and like the ghosts are going back and forth and hopping on like different platforms it's possible i mean there's a lot of places and a lot of homes that are believed to be portals oh god because there's just felt like the activity we felt has like felt different at different times and it doesn't feel like I said, always consistent. It comes and it goes and it's different. Oh, oh this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, I've been taking a lot of things to help me sleep these days. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been laying in bed, just trying to fall asleep on very frequent occasions. Well, to clear yeah. our minds from all this spookiness. Yes. Do you want to listen to some recorded voices of dead people? Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time for EVPs or EV please. Uh, you remember this. This is when I listened to ghost voices on the I internet. love this. I love okay. this. So this first one was posted on YouTube by Gulf Coast and beyond <laughs> and this is at the river park inn and it's in green cove springs florida florida what could go wrong nothing uh, <laughs> wrong in florida <laughs> that's like the uh the the motto florida what could go wrong <laughs> um <laughs> so uh here's the first one what do you hear this ghost saying Now, this is hard to do over a phone, or I mean over Zoom, but I'll play it again. Oh, God. It's like a whisper. I heard like, for it sounded like a hiss for a second, but then I heard he's coming quietly. Ah! Okay, let me, let me play it again. I hear that. He's coming. Yeah, oh, God, I don't like that at all. Um... Okay, well, let me give you some options because that's not what they think. Okay, okay, okay. Do they think it is A, stunning? <laughs> hey, listen, maybe if you're looking cute. Um, if the legs are walking around. Yes, stunning. <laughs> um, is it B, stop it? Is it C, sorry? Or D, I didn't come here to make friends? <laughs> maybe they thought they were on a reality show um let me yes. play it again oh i heard stop it it is <laughs> but it yeah. also does kind of sound like he's coming yeah i hear that too but i definitely when you said stop it i heard that 
Yeah. So I did a little bit of research. Uh, They were trying to contact Dr. Applewhite, who was the former owner of this place. But according to hauntedplaces.org, this 19th century bed and breakfast inn was built in 1880 and appears to be popular with the spirit set. At least three ghosts are known to haunt the inn, according to staff and guests, and paranormal investigators have been called to the building on several occasions. The most common apparition reported is that of a young boy who has been known to move objects around rooms and play tricks on guests. The other apparitions are that of a tobacco-smoking man and a woman who died of yellow fever. It is speculated that they knew each other during their lives, as staff claim to have heard the voices of a man and woman coming from empty rooms. Ugh, so if you're oh. looking for a place to stay. It was, is that her voice? I don't know. Are they like having like a rendezvous and she's like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> He's coming. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's listen to one more. This one is from uh, the person on YouTube's name is Chow Dare. And this is in Old Town, San Diego. You've been there, right? Oh, many times. Me too. This is at that little cemetery, which is right by the Whaley House. And I was actually thinking about this as you were talking about being at a cemetery because I have many times been to this. This is like a cemetery that's, I, I don't think that it's like closed. I don't think I've trespassed. I don't know, but I've definitely been there at nighttime. And you can just kind of walk around a really, really old cemetery. And, of course, it makes me think that something's going to reach up and grab oh, me. yeah, yeah. But, okay, so this guy, you will hear him say, oh, shit. Um, you'll hear the guy that recorded this. But he says that he was in the cemetery about a block away from the Whaley house. And he was taking pictures. And he accidentally put his camera into picture mode to make a video, which is why he says, oh, shit. And it's only a two-second long video, but you hear, I think, a female. I don't know. You hear a voice say something. What is it saying? Oh, shit. Okay, so the oh, shit is a human, but what is this ghost saying first? It's really light. I was going to say it's so faint, but it's very, like, it's like a definitive voice speaking i'm gonna cut it off before he says oh shit that's a hard one i can't quite make it i feel like i feel like we're gonna it's a full sentence i know here i'll give you some options but it's a that is a woman's voice i think so too um is it a nobody will believe you (laughs) b i have no makeup on is it C, you don't belong here? Or D, tell me I'm beautiful. Oh, no, I love D. <laughs> and that's my what I want in my heart. I would say C. Uh, you don't belong here? Yeah. Okay, let's play it. Yeah, that's what he thinks. And I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Oof, it's still baby. like I mean it's still it feels vague but it like I said I mean that is that is a voice and that yeah. is a woman's voice speaking totally like uh, I feel like sometimes they sound a little bit um you're like oh is that like background noise is that an air conditioner is that like wind that is a voice yeah for sure <sighs> 
and I and I guess there was nobody else there, which makes it really creepy. Yeah, no, that's so creepy. Okay, I want to do this one other thing, which is just a quick little like lightning round. I don't have a name for this game yet, but I'm basically just going to throw out like rapid fire, some unexplained phenomena, and then just give me, you know, some of your thoughts, your comments, your concerns. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. First up UFOs. How do you feel about them? I am a firm, firm believer. No one can convince me otherwise. I think the year 2021 is the year of the UFO. It really is. You know, what's so funny is that I feel like for so long, since like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, especially 90s, people were obsessed with trying to find out answers. And so many answers are coming out these days, but there's so much other bullshit going on that no, like this stuff would have been the biggest news stories of like the 60s. Um, Gigantic, gigantic. Like what is it? The the Israeli ex-space director is like, there's a galactic federation and the USA knows about it and they're they're too nervous to tell the people about it. Like this is the space director for the Israeli government is saying this shit. Yeah. There's some like, big oh, shit coming out for what? sure. So yeah. um we'll find out more. Which is weird <laughs> because it's like then does is it still paranormal at that point? I don't know. <laughs> it's just normal then it's just like the things that happen in space like yeah just alien neighbors you know yeah. okay let's do some more um god okay i had haunted dolls on here but we've already kind of talked about that <laughs> no um, i feel about that ross <laughs> <laughs> okay the next one i have here is uh, would i look good in bangs oh you know honestly though i feel like many people would argue with me i never say no to a bang and i feel like you would look fantastic in them um what about bigfoot um i think bigfoot is a burly man who's lonely living in the woods and has just you know generationally carried on with different burly hairy men living in the woods Wait, what do you mean he's carried on with Burley? This sounds hot, first of all. Right? It's kind of sexy. Uh, and I just picture just it being kind of a generational thing. Like, you know, one man who just wants to be alone in the world. And he is like, he is big. He is hairy. He is hot. He wants to be alone. And so he's very evasive by himself constantly. And then, you know, maybe he bumps into another woodsy wanderer who's like oh my god like how do you live this very reclusive life and he's like well i pretend to be the bigfoot and then he ends up <laughs> but don't over. tell anyone <laughs> but don't tell anyone and then he becomes that man after he passes and it's a little bit of like you know they take it's kind of a saw like you know with jigsaw how that got passed on it's like you know the bigfoot interesting the yeah because so- i don't know if i believe in the real bigfoot okay it's almost like santa impersonators yeah but but wait a minute because i recently rewatched like that famous it's called the patterson gimlin tape like the original like footage of bigfoot yes and a lot of people say that bigfoot is a woman and um yes and you watch this video and she's got some boobs (laughs) does she really she has boobs and she has gorgeous hair she's curvy what if she's just just like a hot piece roaming around in the woods and we've just gotten like maybe different angles of her? I it could be. I don't know. Um you know, these boobs. <laughs> okay, let's do a couple more. What about um do you think Ouija boards are like real and and contact the dead and stuff? 
I do. I have never used a Ouija board before and it's on my bucket list, but I'm very nervous to do so. Yeah. Does it have to do with the fact that you think it's real? Is that why you haven't done it? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. What about Loch Ness Monster? I believe in the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, I'm just like, when are we going to like full on see her? Yes, I have seen all those different videos on Discovery Channel or, you know, even on YouTube where you see in different parts of the world weird random glimpses of like creatures coming out of like the back of a waterfall in the middle of nowhere. And they look, you know, creepy looking like, what the hell was that? So I believe that there is some random, you know, uh, uh, creatures out there that in mist somehow become but again, that too like if once we discover what it is then it's kind of like not paranormal it's just like a animal that's super rare right and it's, it's just it's probably the Loch Ness monster is just i mean think about how many weird things are deep in the ocean i mean i think about giant squid at least once a month like, oh yeah I'm, and the fact that octopuses are like the closest thing to being an alien on this planet scientists have said Yes, there are these crazy intelligent creatures in the ocean. A giant squid is like 100 feet long. Can you imagine swimming in the ocean and coming upon a 100-foot-long alien-looking creature? No. No. Well, Jess, that's about it this time. You have to come Um, back again. uh, You are one of my most favorite people to talk to. It's been so lovely catching up. I know. We need to do this more. Thank you for letting me dump all dump <laughs> dump. Let, thank you for letting me dump all my ghosty trauma on you. This is the place to dump all of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, tell everyone you know where to find you and Chatty Broads and all the stuff. Well, I am one of the hosts of the podcast Chatty Broads. You can find it on all the different streaming platforms for podcasts and also on YouTube. Um, And our Instagram is at Chatty Broads. And my personal Instagram is at the bad mom with two D's. Thank you so much to Jess. We had a blast, and if you want to hear more, you can hear a bonus clip on my Patreon, patreon.com slash where we talk about her being read by Teresa Caputo of the Long Island Medium fame, and we also just talk about psychics and have a good time, um, so go check that out. And on Patreon, you can see me talking about eBay dolls that are allegedly haunted. Um, hey, go get some ghosted merch for Valentine's Day. All you have to do is put in the promo code LOVERAWS for 15% off on all of your merch. You can get t-shirts, you can get pins and stickers and a tote bag too. Please download Stereo, follow me Roz Dresfiles, Instagram Roz Dresfiles, Twitter, all the places Roz Dresfiles. Of course, we got the Facebook group Ghosted by Roz Dresfiles where you can leave ghost stories or just interesting articles or whatever you find about ghosts, which reminds me, there was like this really accurate um UFO sighting that happened outside of Los Angeles the end of January and TMZ of all people reported it and look, go, go Google it. The pictures, they look like pretty accurate and apparently they like put them through the whole, you know, their Photoshop ringer and, uh, turns out that they seem to be pretty accurate. So go check that out. And, oh, of course, please 
give the show five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Say something nice. It really helps out the show. Anyway, I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.